This week, the BAMFCAST is gonna ask you a few questions. One star, we're in. Alright, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 30. 30. Hooray. 30 is the new 20. It is. But not for the BAMFCAST. So, uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. And this week, we we're going to... to introduce ourselves. Yeah, that. And we're also going to talk about... Because we had a little bit of a viewer request, which if I were a professional, I'd have pulled up in front of me. Since I'm not... <clears throat> it was that really cool dude. I can't either, remember his name, Max, but he was awesome. Tom... <laughs> yes, it was Max or Tom. Give me two seconds. I'm or perhaps Joe. You actually kind of got it all right. It was Max. Um, so Max said, hey, or hi, I love what you guys have done so far in the podcast, but where's the Conan? Conan is one of the most badass movies of all time and has got to be worth at least four jocks. Regards, your only fan and oh man, Max. I know it's Oman, but I like saying fan and oh man. <laughs> oh man. Um, He's our fawn. No. So, in, in, yeah, but, in typical Banffcast fashion, but Conan's an awesome movie. Exactly. So we can't right. watch that. So what did we do? We watched Conan Three, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aka Cole the Conqueror, which was supposed to be. It was written for Schwarzenegger, uh, Schwarzenegger and he dropped out, and they, so they pulled a extremely B list Robert E. Howard character in Cole and slapped his name on it, and, and then pulled an extremely B list actor in Kevin it, Sorbo and. <laughs> That's a go. recipe for success, That's everybody. That's a recipe for some cast. band casting. That's for damn sure. Do it. So this is the 1997 Cole the Conqueror movie, and start as we usually do with a quick synopsis, courtesy of the Internet Movie Database. Mm-hmm. Ooh. A barbarian named Cole unexpectedly becomes a king after an old king, who, whom Cole has just killed in a battle, gives his crown to him. But direct heirs have a of a killed king trying to topple Cole and regain the throne, bring an old witch queen, Akivasha, back to life. Their plan backfires. However, as Akivasha is going to allow their lords, demons, to rule the kingdom, the only thing that can stop her now is the breath of the god Volka. Volka. That was a lot of uh, parenthetical and (laughs) other things in that. Mm -hmm. That's why I was having trouble reading that. (laughs) That and I never learned to read. Never learned to read. Yeah. Which is which is an ironic joke to make because this movie co-stars not only Co- Kevin Sorbo but Tia Carrere. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, Tia Carrere. Carrera. Yeah, Carrera. Um. So, where do we want to start with Call the Conquer? Besides how fucking awesome it is, <laughs> <laughs> he does conquer. He does. He, he rules the shit out of things. He rules with my axe. Yeah, I'll admit or his axe. I think I was getting a little worried in the very beginning because mm-hmm. everything was coming too easy for Cole. Sure. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be like Cole like, just like marches in. He's king within like five minutes. Yeah. Well, he yeah. conquers yeah. first, and then he has to really conquer. He has to reconquer. Yeah. Reconquer. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a like a five minute movie because <laughs> it really looked that yeah. way. I mean, it, Cole just fucking kicks everybody's ass. He's like, pretty much, yeah. Fuck it, I'm the king. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king, mm. baby. So yeah, he comes in, um, uh, like like it says, uh, for whatever reason, the king's gone a little crazy, started murdering his family, his own family, his heirs, mm-hmm. and uh, they were Cole's like, hey, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> and puts yeah. a stop to it, and so the king's like, fuck you, I challenge you now, and Cole pretty readily kicks his ass, 
stabs mm-hmm. him, and as the guy's dying, he's like, I, I want you to be king because you beat me, not my dumbass, foppy little son that I have. Foppy little bitch of a son. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like laughing as he does it. He's like, yeah. I'm dying, but I'm going to fuck everyone. Yeah. Like, Yo. You go, barbarian. Mm-hmm. So Cole becomes king, walks around very Sorbo-like, and... Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm going to make some changes. Uh, first, I'm going to fuck some of these whores that we got in the harem. And, uh, whoa, hey, oh, like, I don't like this slave thing. I was mm-hmm. a slave because I was a pirate slave. And, yeah, so he starts trying to change the system. And everyone else is like, hey, whoa. you got to obey the laws, whoa. pal. And so they, that's where they cook up the scheme to kill him with the help of... Well, uh, and just because they want to be... Yeah, they mostly they want to be king or... You the know, two whatever. cousins or whatever. I can't right. blame them. It's good to be king. Yeah. It is good to be king. So they cook up uh, this ancient uh, Akivasha chick who happens to be Tia Carrere with uh, red hair. And green eyes. And green eyes. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like the Irish uh, Tia Carrere. Yeah. She's, <laughs> except she's a, like a dragon monster thing yeah. in disguise. Marginally hot. No? She's kind of like the... Yeah, you know, she the, didn't look too old in that. She's kind of like the, you know, the, the, the rare chick in uh, uh, that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. The big, big, in big, that movie about Big Trouble the thing. in Little China. Oh, know, okay. It was all about the green-eyed Asian girl. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's Tia Carrere in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fire red hair. Yeah. I gotta say, she's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah and that was... That, it was a pretty terrible wig, though. Yeah, well, yeah, you well, know, but whatever. She's a pretty terrible actress. But I'd like to give works. a good supporting role to her push-up bra. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It got it got a lot of use. It did get a lot of mm-hmm. use. This is PG-13, unfortunately, so you don't get that uh, standard Conan flair, which actually mm-hmm. I think wasn't Conan the Destroyer PG-13 also? I Because I know the first one was a hard R. I mean, you know, that, that, yeah. was, that was Conan. Well, there was a lot of lamentation of the women in that first yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, that was, that was true Conan, the first one. The second one's... It's a little crazy. I mean, we all love it. It's got mm-hmm. Grace Jones and yeah. all that crazy shit. But yeah. I could swear I saw it like a, a half second of Areola uh, <laughs> when they were first consummating the eh. the marriage. But you can yeah. get away with it in PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah, sneak a little, you know. Yeah, and one shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, really. I mean, they could have got away with more PG thirteen stuff. I mean, they didn't even mm-hmm. use up their one fucking or fuck yeah. or whatever. As long as you use it the right way, but yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a fairly kiddie movie. There's there's a decent amount of violence, and you know, yeah, no one. I yeah, mean, but it's, it's people... mostly pretty much bloodless yeah. violence. You like, know, smack, smack. You know, it had more. Yeah. It had more blood than if uh, someone gets knife, stabbed, then. it's always through armor, and yeah, there might be true. a little blood on the knife when they pull it out. That sort of yeah. thing. But uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Actually, I uh, yeah, we had a good time. I didn't write many notes, which is you know usually mm-hmm. either a good sign or a bad sign or. It, Actually, seems to have no bearing now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a standard, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, well, you know, it's your standard, standard fantasy, fantasy type movie yeah. where a lot Ford of it, a lot of it feels cheap, but it's still fun. Yeah. They actually, Go. looking at the uh, IMDb, Conan the Destroyer, the, the sequel actually was rated PG. That's how much of a oh, jump wow. it was. Yikes. <laughs> he didn't destroy much. Then. No, Conan the Destroyer hopes and dreams of real Conan movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I like that in this movie, everybody who Conan trusts other than Conan. other, other than or Conan call whoever. Yeah. Save the difference. Yeah. Everyone who call trusts basically screws him over pretty much uh, other than the fortune teller chick, the fortune teller and, uh, her and brother. Esperanto. Yeah. <laughs> Escalade. Hyundai Elantra. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever his name was. I don't, I don't, Esquivel. Uh, Escribe. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, we were coming up with yeah, what was his real name because we came I don't up know, with it. Escalante. Of, we came. Yeah, we came up with a bunch of. Yeah, Esperanto. We came up with Escalator. a bunch of names. Escalator. Escalante or Escalante. Escalante. Ask. Yeah, and the uh, all new Toyota Escalante. And Loretta, Loretta, his sister. <laughs> oh, sweet Loretta. Loretta. Actually, it was Zaretta. <laughs> Zaretta. Okay. Yeah. But we kept saying Loretta. <laughs> Loretta. Because why? Loretta. Loretta. Sweet Loretta Martin. Mm-hmm. She was a loner. Anyway, <laughs> Loretta Lynn. Yeah. So, um, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way because for a long time, I've taken the name of Kevin Sorbo. In vain? <laughs> Not necessarily, possibly in vain, but I've used the adjective Sorbo for a long time, and this movie is a great example of it. And here's Sorbo in a nutshell, and feel free to use this in, in everyday speak, kids. But Sorbo is, it is Kevin Sorbo. I mean, first off, you look at him, and it pretty much sums it up just by looking at him. It, it's somebody who's very full of himself and doesn't realize exactly how cheesy they are. Like The Rock is somebody to be very Sorbo. Mm-hmm. Especially when he does like kids' movies or Southland Tales. Yeah. So the more full of yourself and the more ridiculous you are, like, like Bruce so, Willis in the Hudson Hawk era. Yeah. When he was so just retaining little... your smugness, but being right, but being kind of douchey. completely oblivious to the fact that right. you're kind of douchey. Exactly. Edward Major Sorbo. True. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. A smug douche. Yeah. It is. Which he very much, once they make him king, yeah, he walks around. He cuts loose with the douche. He goes totally <laughs> yeah. sorbo. So, yeah, I mean, this comes from like pretty much the first time I ever saw an episode of Hercules. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, his name is Kevin Sorbo. And Sorbo, that just sounds like something. Yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah I mean, because it kind of sounds like so, so absorbed. <laughs> so you're sorbo. Yeah. But it's really weird because, like, couldn't he just kind of clear everything up by being like, hey, guess what? I'm not dead, kids. Because once he marries, you know, once he yeah. marries Tia Carrere, the, the evil Tia Carrere, because she puts a spell on him because mm-hmm. he has to pick a wife because he's king. And they're like, right. You need to be fucking dude and you need to be given heirs. So, right. He has to pick a queen. Which is all within like 25 minutes yeah, of him he's becoming like king. He's like king for like two days. Yeah, it's like a maybe. weekend. Yeah. yeah. One hot he's weekend king, with Tia Yeah, he's Tia king Carrera Friday night. He's picking, a, he's picking a wife. King Friday? Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, she, you know, she uh, hypnotizes him. Everyone's like, "Oh, cool, he's got a queen, yay!" And then she basically kills him that night. (laughs) Pretty much. It's like, oh, the king's been poisoned. Who could have done this? They blame it. And nobody's like, nobody's like, oh, gee, maybe the weird chick nobody's ever seen before who just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, the the weird wizard dude just out of nowhere says, "Oh, this is my daughter. She looks nothing like me. She's kind of Asian. Royal blood, though. (laughs) She's kind of Asian with red hair. Mm -hmm. Marry her, right? (laughs) But." You know, basically, of course, they've they put him in the armor or put a body in the armor and then say, oh, it's the king. Everyone, you know, yeah. let's have a funeral. And they've meantime, they've chained him up in the basement with yeah. the man bear pig thing. That's yeah. she, she helping the weird guy actually just put him to sleep. Yeah, I think that's because she kind of kind of marginally had the hots. for. Yeah, him. she kind of wanted him because she's like, wow, he really was a good lay, apparently. Yep. He's a good and, dude. Well, I mean, she hadn't had any for uh, like thousand, yeah, 3,000, 3,000 years. years yeah. So, you know, pretty much anyone can knock to, the cobwebs off. Hard to come by a good dude, you know? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so she comes alive. Say. He, of course, escapes within, <laughs> he escapes within like 45 seconds of being chained up down yeah. there. She's like, kill him. Yeah. And the man bear thing, <laughs> thing is like, <laughs> oh, fuck. We still haven't figured out what that thing was. It, they just kept it yeah. locked in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> He was chunk. It was somebody's third cousin that, you know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Rocky it's one of those. Rome. But but yeah, he escapes and you know, everybody apparently loves Cole. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah Cole, Cole, like fuck the, yeah, The Cole. 32 seconds he was king, he yeah. was the most popular man yeah. ever. He's like Bono wherever he goes in Africa. You're like, <laughs> oh, it's Bono. You know, that's what they're like with with. Well, it's because right off the time. bat, he's like, eh, no he's slavery, like, no this. Yeah, he's no, like do, trying to set all the slaves. Do whatever free. religion you want. You're, you know, yeah. basically yeah. what the world really needs is. So all he really had to do is come out and be like, hey, Everybody, I'm not dead. I'm Cole. I'm not dead. That bitch tried to kill me. Yeah, you know the king you love. Yeah. It's me. Hey, but no. Instead, he has to like hide everywhere. And he snuck, hides and they snuck out of town and then immediately snuck back in. So that right? Why I don't know, but yeah. Uh, There's just hmm. it's it's another one of those where things could kind of be cleared up, but the longer he stays away, the more time the bad guy has to be like, everybody, listen to me. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Why that guy there's was an imposter. That guy was an imposter. Even though he looked exactly like the king and fought just like him. Yes. It's Evil not him. monologue time. What a dick that yeah. guy was for pretending to be our beloved king mm-hmm. who's dead, most assuredly dead, and yeah. could not be in any way, shape, or form alive, and this is not trickery. In not any way my fault either. <laughs> yes. I had nothing to do with it, as you can clearly see by my telling you I had nothing to do with it. And here is your no. queen. Listen to her. So instead, he set sail with Harvey Firestein. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible mistake. Oh, God, with Harvey Firestein. Yeah. Never trust Harvey Firestein. So once again, he, he, tra- he trusts someone else who's basically like, first chance they get screws him over. Oh, by the way, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm going to drug you. Row my boat. <laughs> oh, come on, Cole. It's not poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> it's not poisoned. It's just drugged. Yeah. We really all were just looking for an excuse to do our piracy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're gonna get raped. Yeah. <laughs> you're on a boat. Motherfucker. So. Oh my god. Yeah, so a lot of things in this movie just happen just to serve the point of moving the plot along. Plot. Um, or just getting Sorbo into a fight scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Pretty Which much, he handles fairly well. You can count the number of scenes that Sorbo has a shirt on much easier than the ones where he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even when it gets cold, he's still like, Which it's cold. Fuck this shirt. Again, <sighs> begs the question, why? <laughs> I mean, Conan do they really shirt? Well, I know, but do they really think that that's their audience? I mean, this movie is not going to appeal to the ladies at all. Conan didn't no. appeal to the ladies. I mean... I know that there's that, a certain like it's a visual it's a visual thing you know? yes I guess it's like your hero it's a little scary you got to see the muscles not that I agree with it yeah. but that's just the way it goes that's it, why it's like, unfortunate God of, though like God of War he could have been wearing a shirt it's only like sixteen sure. year old dudes that are going to be playing that game anyway <laughs> right so they could have put a fucking shirt on Kratos and God of War but no yeah, he had body paint whatever yeah so but yeah it's 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 a little sad when you Still see uh, Sorbo <laughs> when you see Sorbo running around and the dudes obviously fit that's why he was cast as Hercules but. It's just funny because he looks so scrawny compared to Schwarzenegger, who was yeah. obviously steroided up at the time. That's not well, natural, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's just funny. It's like, what, really, this guy? Yeah. I don't know. He's a kinder, gentler Conan. He is. He is. He's from Atlantis, which makes him a barbarian. Yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> like know. The, I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dirty. I'm an Atlian. <laughs> They're dirty Conan. So Atlian. Uh. If you like battle axes and grids. Yeah. I just love how he delivers all his lines the same, pretty much. Hey. Yeah, I'm the... that declaration. Yeah. Well, he's being Sorbo. What can you do? Mm-hmm. 
What a story. Right. Yeah, but he has to go retrieve, what is it, the... The wind? The breath of the vulva breath of or vul- whatever. The breath of the vulva, <laughs> yeah. The breath of the vulva. The, yeah. of vulva, the breasts of vulva, yes. That's exactly what he needed. Volca. Volca, all right. Yeah, which, Volta, you know, I I, I'm not usually one to question, you know, naming stuff in a fantasy arena, because I'm terrible at coming up with names myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but Volca being, like, the ice god thing, were they trying to be ironic that it sounded so much like Vulcan, or uh, what's the deal there? I or they just really stupid. say <laughs> isn't Vulcan like yeah, volcano god of war yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah, pretty well much. it was yeah V O L K A like yeah. almost like vodka. Volca. I I don't think yeah. so. I don't know. Well, Volca. Well, if it's if it's Volk, then that's kind of like the people. I guess that's okay. Are you getting like? Entomology on me here or something? A, a little bit. It just sounded like for etymology. Sorry. Yeah, we're not studying bugs, right? Well, when they were saying you know Volca, it sounds like Vulcan to me, and that doesn't sound like the god of ice. It sounds like fire, which is the bad guy in the movie. It's the fire stuff. I don't know. I if this was it. actually pulled from Robert E. Howard, I mean, the dude wrote pulp novels in the twenties and thirties. I mean, you know, I don't think he was exactly. Studying Greek and Roman mythology and things like that. He just thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Okay. That's my guess. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And it gave that one chicken excuse to tear her clothes off as she walks up to Volca. Exactly. And of course, we only see her from the back because it's PG-13. Right. Absolutely. There wasn't a whole lot to see, but she was yeah. kind of good looking. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like we're kind of be entering with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the soundtrack. Okay. Yes. Wow, the soundtrack's just full of cock rock. Yes. It's awesome. It's so awesome. It, it, it's, it's like any time a fight, you know a fight's about to start because you'll hear like a killer guitar riff. Chunking into a power chord. Cole's angry. How did you put it, BJ? You just figured there's a bunch of dudes in like in jean jacket vests in the studio. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's rock out. doing the soundtrack. Bunch so, of feathered hair, you know. Yeah, I was a big fan of the uh, the 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 other guy who wanted to be king, the the other badass with the, with the power mullet and and the powerful beard. What is it? Wasn't that Taligaro? Is that his name? I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. He was pretty. He was pretty awesome. Yeah, I was just like he was a good foil because he was just he was douchey <laughs> enough to out douche. Um, yes, Sorbo for one. He's fucking intense. And two, he was like persistent. Man, he would not like <laughs> let up at all. Never give up I, the fight. I like my dudes that really, really hold a grudge. You just yeah. never stop until they're dead. Yeah. And what I love is kind of like he and Cole kind of have the same idea where they want to take out Akivasha, but. <laughs> All he does is try and stop Cole because he wants to be the one that kills her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you, you why Cole, don't you both, you're better at it, but... Why don't you both kill her, and then, then you and can then duke it out. you can fight it out. Yeah. So they... And then even... The best part is, even once she's defeated, this guy's like, No, fuck you, Cole. I hate I you. I kill you. <laughs> He's like, I will still kill your woman or something bad. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. I was just... I was commenting on his mullet that that's but yeah it was so powerful thunder he had mullet. a power mullet yeah he it, did. Was, it was a thunder <laughs> well i think it, it's my favorite kind of mullet because he had like really blonde hair in a, in a bag oh, yeah. and, a, and then a really dark beard mm-hmm. and that that's just as amazing that's like, like the chris christopherson look kind of looks like that. he had an accident with a floby <laughs> on top of his head <laughs> yeah but that hair <laughs> can't style. use a dyson with the floby it just <laughs> it just it just totally worked for that soundtrack oh yeah 
You're expecting like like Pegasi to come be- <laughs> start flying behind him. Yeah. A little free wolf moon go- action going on. Pegasi, yeah. Pegasi playing uh, double necked guitars or something. Yeah, this, or, the, the, or the or the headless guitar. Yeah, we kind of we figured that this might the be Parker Fly. This is arguably our favorite soundtrack so far. I think mm-hmm. so, just for pure cheese factor. Yeah. But it works so well with everything they're yeah. doing in this movie. Whoever, I mean, it's it's who goofy was it because it was expect it, but it was awesome. That's it was, what was awesome about it. It was like uh, it was like Joel Goldsmith or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Jerry's <laughs> cousin yeah. Joel That's Goldsmith. What, I loved that. I'm pulling it. Up you know, now. the producer was like, "Get me Goldsmith on the phone." <laughs> yeah, Joel <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith. Like, you're doing Conan three? No, no, that's that's all right, guys. Hey, why, like, why don't you well, call my my yeah. cousin? Uh, my cousin Joel needs work. Actually, he's Jerry Goldsmith's son. Ah, yes. Nice. You're going places, kid. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Joel Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Joe Satriani. <laughs> yes. And Queensryche or something. Slayer! <laughs> 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 yeah! Apparently yeah, the man's got some other uh, soundtracks under his belt. I, big old I fucking rock opera. So I, we really, we we had a lot of fun with this movie. We need Cole and, to and, conquer the movie, or the, the, the musical. Yeah. I'm totally Only if Sorbo stars in it. What else would he be doing? Yeah, <laughs> really. He ain't busy. But yeah, we had we had so much fun with this, and we weren't even like making fun of it like a lot. It was more we were just having fun with it more than making fun at it, which can sometimes be a bad thing in the Banff cast. But this this time it was a good thing, I think. Yeah. Because you we got were... you know you got some good you got some good fighting. There's never a big lull between the action set no. pieces no. and and the parts sort... in between were actually kind of fun too, right? Yeah. Well, the, the the other nice thing is we've had some stinkers recently, mm-hmm. and we really needed something to to break straight it up. up cheesy. And fun. it once again proves our theory: right. when it's just the core three of us, no visitors, yeah, no yeah. visitors. That's when we have the good always... movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. We bring out the terrible whenever uh, anybody I, else I, shows yeah, up. Yeah, I think we're what, just trying to prove to ourselves and them that we really do watch. Some bad movies. Yeah. Oh, you guys just sit around and watch fun movies. That's, yeah. What's the no. part about that? Yeah. This. They don't understand the suffering. Vampiros Lesbos. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. The Quick and the Undead. No. <laughs> Let's bring everybody over for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not used to everyone we know over for the worst <laughs> movies yeah. we've watched. That's pretty much yeah. what we did. The biggest, biggest crowd we've had for the worst movie we've done, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. but, oh, no. There is one exception to this rule. We watched Twilight, just the three of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And we watched Fortress with a bunch of people. Yeah, I like Fortress. Fortress, Fortress is all right. I like Fortress yeah. a lot. One thing we need to mention before we kind of wrap this one up okay. is the dude who gets lit on fire mm-hmm. and explodes when he goes oh. down the side of a oh, Yes. <laughs> we need to... Because Amazing. he pisses off Akibasha. Yeah, we, you got to set this, set this up, though, because yeah. this guy... What's the fop son? Th- this is guy... Yeah, this is the foppy... Next in line, who should have? Oh, I thought been that king. was the wizard. The, no, no, the no, wizard no, no. got killed at the very end. Yeah, oh, the wizard right. fell yeah, in. Fell right. in. Yeah, because remember fire. he tried to okay. challenge Cole, and, and we're like, yeah. "Wizard fight!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Cole <laughs> beat the hell out of him pretty yeah, quickly. Okay. All right, but no, yeah, this yeah. this was the foppy haired next in line. He was like, <laughs> "I just wanted to be king." <laughs> Nakivash is like, "Well, you're a bird in hell." He's like, "Oh, I'll <laughs> now, kill you." Then in this scene, played by Harvey Firestone. Yeah, but yeah, he stabs her. He stabs her in the chest, and she just kind of is like, what? What are you huh? doing, dude? Dude, fucking demon here. Yeah. yeah. And then he go, he gives the, oh, no. Yeah. Face. Oh, no. And she kind of pulls the, pulls the knife out of her chest, 
and then just kind of flicks him on the forehead yeah, well, she and sort of lights him, him on fire. Yeah. Well, she's she's a fire demon, so she yeah. just kind of t- taps him on the forehead for a few seconds and, and starts, starts burning. screaming and he's like, like a girl. oh, that kind of hurts, that kind of hurts, and he falls out the window. But yeah. Apparently it was as burning he, from him from the inside. As he falls down the cliff, he hits once, and it's like that car that goes <laughs> over the cliff, it just explodes on impact. Awesome. It was beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. just completely out of left field. I mean, not expecting. Yeah, the that dude. was that was by far the biggest laugh of the night. Was this guy just Amazing. exploding as he goes down the cliffside? I don't know. The first time the the power cords kicked in. And then, yeah, and that was cause, pretty cause, good because we, we got to point out that like this is full of cock rock, but behind it is a traditional fantasy movie score. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you start off and you're and, and then all of a sudden the fighting starts. It's, it's a little bit like what we got with 300, you know, where you've got a traditional score and all of yeah. a sudden... You know. But this is like much cheesier yes. than 300. Yes, yes. This is just like amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, go yes. buy that soundtrack, kids. Yeah. Don't I'd, steal it. I'm going to go look for it. And <laughs> uh, You think I'm joking. Yeah, but I'm not a big fantasy guy, but I had fun with this and, you know, and it was and it's pretty well made for a fantasy movie too. You yeah. know, most of them are pretty feel very low budget. Yeah. And this one, the only thing that felt low budget was some of the CG. Yeah. This that was a what, 97? Yeah, 97. So, yeah. So we're still I mean, in the we were still in the age of Man, that looks really good, but, you know, suddenly now that everyone looks at it now, they're like, "Wow, right. that looks really terrible." Yeah. yeah. Well, it looked terrible back then. We just didn't realize it cuz yeah, it was exactly. the best we, we didn't had. have anything better. This was right around the same time, and sadly that I know this because I saw this in the theater, <laughs> and and this was during my uh, pretentious "I'm going to go to film school" asshole phase, and so I hated it. And uh, yeah, um, but yeah, this is from the same time period because I remember seeing and still hating this one is when I saw Spawn, which if you watch mm-hmm. the entire last thirty minutes of that now, not I mean the whole movie's oh. terrible, but you want to talk shit CG fest? Yeah. That but, was that was. That movie was just so ambitious as far as the effects were concerned. Without the technology Without a budget. Or exactly. <laughs> technology or a budget. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it just was not ready to, no. to go there. At least this one they went with practical effects at the very end. Right. When she becomes a demon and he has to kiss her. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, that <laughs> which, was pretty sweet. We need to find a screen grab of yeah. that somehow. That was amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's basically foretold in the... Yes, in the, the, in the beginning of the tarot movie. Tarot cards or whatever. The, the tarot cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tarot cards. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Nice. Um, and tarot cards. Yeah. That look like pogs. Yeah. Big <laughs> so, ass pogs. Yeah. They're bap cards. But yeah, that the that the fate of the kingdom would be sealed with a kiss. So he basically had to kiss like this slobbering demon. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. After, so, yeah. He, after he kisses his whore. Yeah. And that's he's, not, he's not so hoary. So that was kind of that was kind of a disappointing way to kill her, but it made for yeah. a really incredibly cheesy screen grab. So yes. <laughs> we'll go for it. I'm, it would have been like an awesome axe. Something scene. tells yeah, me that no, one's no. so amazing that it's someone probably already done the legwork for have. me. <laughs> they have to have because that is an amazing screen grab and one of those like uh, I come in peace. I was like, I need that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we want to go ahead and rate this sucker? Yeah. So let's do it. Who wants to go first? I always go first. Um, I don't like going first. I will. Four jocks. There we go. BJ. BJ, you never want to go first record. except for now. And, Man, uh, that was authoritative. That was, bam, no hesitation. Well, you know, I... <laughs> we, and just, Harlow I, has just found the screen a quick, grab. A quick Google image search. I think it was result about number four. Just put in yeah. Cole the Conqueror. You don't even have to put Kiss Demon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just post. figured, you know, I always go like last or something, so I'd go ahead and so you definitely take some initiative. Had a ton of fun with this. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, awesome. Um, 
I too am going to go four. Mm-hmm. I was I was bordering on a three, but the more time, I mean, the exploding guy that's worth an extra jock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. And I've and never the, and, seen the that. and the demon kiss. I mean, just now this moment seeing it again. I've never seen <laughs> what else do a I need? Dude, explode when flying off a cliff. Yeah, you know, a robot, sure. A car, a car, course. sure. An airplane, a yeah. boat. Um, These are motorcycles, demons. motorcycles, yeah. but Jeep. never a dude. Yeah, never. Yeah, hovercraft, full of eels. Yeah, Mackie, I gotta go three, three. I can't quite go four. Okay, but three, you know, three jocks. That's a pretty solid score because I'm, I'm usually tough to please. So yes, you are. And fantasy not being my favorite genre, I didn't buy into this all as much as you guys did, but I did have a lot of fun, <laughs> and the soundtrack was awesome, and yeah. I don't a, think any of us really bought movie. into the movie. Um, oh, we we bought. I into totally did. Own. I believe in Cole. I believe in conquering, and I believe, I believe in, in the. <laughs> yeah, and I believe it, in a thing called Cole. And the thing I think about too <laughs> is like, <laughs> this is '97. Like, if they if it actually had been Conan, you know, and been Schwarzenegger, I don't think it would have been as good. I don't think it would have been as much fun. No, because at that point it wouldn't. It would have been all about Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Just, yeah. Because I think if we if you look right about ninety seven, there was another Schwarzenegger movie that came out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> which shall go unnamed for now. What movie do I hate in a sequ- in a series of movies Starring that I love? A, a man who dresses up like a bat <laughs> and his sidekick with a bird like name. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. that was. If it wasn't ninety seven, it was damn it was close. Man, bat, and yeah, bluebird. So I thought. Yes, I, I didn't want to know that much about Blue the movie, Jay but I thought bat. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Jay and the Fat. Jake and the Fat Man? Sonar Flight Man. And, yeah. All right. But anyway, yeah. An like, avian Honestly, boy. I think this movie works better because it had Sorbo in it and not Schwarzenegger. It could have used an R rating, though. Definitely. If it had been R rated, it would have been yeah, spectacular. It would have been a lot of fun as an R. And but it's still... But honestly, I, I had no... I mean, you know, you always want to see Tadas in a movie, but... Yeah, and, I mean, and they didn't gore really dismemberment skip, yeah. and stuff, but it didn't it it didn't suffer for not having that. Yeah, it's no, unlike it, some movies that we've seen. Where yeah, they it's certainly actually, not like a like, Final Voyage thing where it was like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, but this one did not suffer for not having that. Yeah. I think it was fine as a PG thirteen. I think it would have been beneficial. Yeah, of course it would have boosted the jocks rating, but it's yeah. a perfectly fine movie otherwise. Though, well, Max, we salute you for Thanks, sort of Max. sort of yeah. suggesting this. Um, and before you call us out, um, I do know my Conan and. The other possibility of Conan without being Conan would have been Red Sonia. Mm-hmm. I just remember that being a very painful movie. In fact, Schwarzenegger's yeah. gone on record as saying that's the worst movie he's ever made. <laughs> and when he glosses over Batman and Robin like that, that should tell you something. Yeah. And I just mentioned the movie, so we wouldn't mention. Hey, but Max, anyway. you're the O-Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. I've been waiting like a week and a half. <laughs> nice. I so totally want to send you something, but goddamn. Shipping. Yeah. You're an Oman, and they might confiscate it and go... Why are Americans sending out terrible movies to yeah to the middle? They, East? Might, they might construe it as a terrorist act. They will drag <laughs> our asses to the Hague and put us on trial for crimes against humanity. Yeah, but you know, we salute you and uh, you know keep up the good work over there in whatever you're doing over there. Well done, Max. All right, so time for a break. I think so. Yes, let's break this down. <laughs> Quest. It's a type of quest. They've got. 
All right, and welcome back to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Good break, long yes. break, but yeah. we had to we had to sort out of our out our topic here because um, we're going to go ahead and do the uh, break. Um, our our fall movie slash mostly Oscar season preview here, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. like we do our summer preview. Just going to run through a list of some movies and give our take, our early impressions, if you will. You want me to just run down the list? Well, it's going to take them one at a time. I mean, let's, okay. All right. Um, yeah. This is. I think an, it's going to be fun to tell people whether they're good or bad without seeing them. Yeah, sure. Um, but, Why don't you just say? <laughs> like the I name said, of the I movie. said our early in, in impressions, uh, either based on actors, directors, or just general subject matter. Really, <laughs> some of them I think we've seen previews for, and mm-hmm. some of them yep. we've seen previews too many times before. But. All right. Uh, um, I think this is in in uh, order of release, right? I believe yes. so. Yes. Okay. One of these will probably already be out in some places by the time we read this. But that's right. Out. That's fine. By the time you read this podcast. <laughs> by the time <laughs> we read this and you hear it. When you read the tabulation. <sighs> All right. Uh, using your touchstone phone, please type in the name of the movie you'd like a fall preview for. Boondock Saints 2. <laughs> Why don't you just say the name <laughs> of the movie you'd like? <laughs> Boondock Saints 2. <laughs> Okay, uh, up at the top, Boondock Saints two. Um, I don't have much to say about this. I mean, it, it, everybody's it, it's, coming back. It's a fifty-fifty shot. It's yeah. like it's been a long time. I mean, what about ten years are close to it? I think right? so. Yeah, it's long enough to be a long ass time. Yeah, it is a long ass time. Um, my biggest hope from this is that we get more Billy Connolly because mm-hmm. him coming in at the end of the first one was amazing. Yes, and I want more of him as a badass because that's funny. Not the replacement on head of the class. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think if they do everything the opposite of how they did in the first one, it'll probably be pretty good. You did not like the first no. one? No. That's because you hate America. No. Really? Okay. All style, no substance. The style wasn't even that good. Sorry. I know everybody loves it, but no. I thought it was crap. Mm-hmm. Which and, and what does that mean? What does that tell you? You suck as a person. That's what that tells you. <laughs> hey, sorry. No, that, just, that would, I, that would I, validate like uh, Britney Spears. I will. I will admit. If we went on that. I will admit that I believe it was oversold to me because I didn't see it until about three years ago. Gotcha. Well, I saw the first half maybe five years ago, and I got to the scene where they're like hanging from the ceiling, shooting dudes, and I was like, I don't, I don't need to watch any more of this, so I shut it off. Yeah. And then I saw it at one of uh, T. Straw's movie nights. And then I saw the rest of it, and I was like, yeah, the Billy Connolly stuff, that's pretty cool. Movie still sucks, and what the fuck is Willem Dafoe doing in this? Or, not not what is he doing in it, but like, what the fuck is he doing in that movie? Being awesome. Be- being absolutely yeah. nutballs. All right. Is he in the sequel? I believe so. I, no I, shit. I don't know. I, I'd hope so. I, I don't know. I, to I, me, I, that's like... He's in, he's in wacky shit. So honestly, yeah, I heard like awesome. that whole His whole thing in there was the only thing entertaining because it was so atrociously awful. It was like he was in full-on Nicolas Cage mode during that whole fucking yeah. movie. I, I think he knew what... Well, I think he knew it was a piece of crap, to. and he was just like, let's have some fun with this. Well, I, And then he bought a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was a piece of crap, but... He's not yeah. in it. Sorry, you. Oh, I, I spoke out of place. Defoe I, doesn't need a boat. I knew nothing about this movie. Except Defoe has enough boats. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I heard that they were gonna like they were thinking of doing this like two years ago. And right. Then it was oh, it's like, been much longer. It was like, that. oh, okay, they're making a sequel, and then it was like it went out of my consciousness, and then like a couple months ago, it was like coming soon. Blue Dog Saints two. I'm like, well, oh, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, I just you know. guys, you guys are in. I'm um, not. 
That's fine. Silent Jen will be in, by the way. Sweet. She loves Boondock Saints. Okay. So Julie, you, ben- you guys can have fun. Julie Benz is in it, so we'll- that is a sign that there will be ultra-violence. So there's that, if nothing else. So. The next movie in the fall movie preview, The Fourth Kind. Discuss. Um, totally, I'm, I, I'm interested in the subject matter, going to uh, totally wait and hear about a review or two. Yep, because yeah, pretty good preview for it. I like, pretty good trailer. I like the idea. I like the... I like that it's a dramatization and they're not trying to go with the, the fake documentary thing other mm, than the yeah. trailer. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I like the, I like the idea, like the subject matter is kind of interesting and it looks like it has the potential to be pretty good, but they also could really hose it up. Yeah. I mean, it could be another fire in the sky or yeah. any yeah. of the other number of bad alien mm-hmm. abduction movies. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I, not. Uh, we don't know. It's just, like I said, hold off. Interested? Wait for a review or two. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's where I am with that one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, next on the fall movie preview How list. How about coming out way too early on the next list? Coming it, out way too early on the next list. <laughs> well, is... I'm just saying, like, next on the list is coming out far too early for its subject matter. Yes. Uh, Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey tour de force. Yeah, what are they hoping to do? Like, it get out of the theater and be on DVD by the time Christmas comes out? Like, Could be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because it's coming out in, like, early November. I mean, what the fuck? They're, That's like Halloween came out in, what, like, August? Yeah, they're you know? just trying <laughs> to... Halloween too. I don't know. They're trying to jump in on the early adopters uh, of Christmas. I guess. Yeah. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. I Make can't... a real movie. Stop doing motion capture crap. Maybe he thinks that's his voice. <sighs> You're the voice trying to understand. Yeah, I, I just, but that's that's one. Have fun. I have no interest in that whatsoever. I'm not. I, we put it on the list solely to quickly talk about it. Yeah. I, it's not really on. I'm definitely not seeing it in a theater. Okay. Yeah, it's that's not the type of movie that yeah. I would that's, deign to see. In that's the, theater, the like but. to me. That's like the uh, if it were actually coming out closer to Christmas, and I was spending time with my family on Christmas, and my grandmother was around, and everybody was kind of like bored of each other and they said hey why don't we go to the movies i would get dragged and have someone else pay for me to go to and that's the only mm-hmm. time i would see something like that yeah <laughs> because it's completely obviously family safe so but what do, i would talk completely... them in i would talk them into seeing boondock saints too <laughs> all yeah. saints day yeah. so oh, that's saints pretty much day. it and now the next one I, i'm strangely interested box. in you would not have convinced me that i would be interested in this until i saw the preview yeah the box. It's Richard Kelly. Yeah. South star Lantis. of Banffcast. Banffcast episode five. One of the Banffcast elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard Kelly. One of the few to earn it's a full a, five douches. The the renowned <laughs> before we Rick. even invented the douche system. Right. The doucheometer. <laughs> yeah. It's a good trailer. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's a uh... box. It's about boxes. You could have edited some cool parts out of Southland Tales yeah, into South a trailer, Tales. and I would have been like, hell yeah, count me in until I saw the movie. Yeah, uh, Southland Tales, are. you could have made an excellent trailer out of that. Yeah, I mean, just show a dude on top of a floating ice cream truck with a rocket launcher. I would have been like, okay, let's. Yeah, the, where's um, the theater? Yeah, show me the uh, the big ass blimp. Yeah. But, I mean. Some of the shooting scenes. This is, uh, this is a constrained story, which I think might suit him. This is exactly what he needed to do to come away from something like Southland Tales. He needs which was to a... stop thinking outside the box <laughs> and think inside the box. But he, he's he's taken a story. This I was this was, basically, <laughs> this was basically an episode of The Twilight Zone Richard, written uh-huh. by Richard Matheson, who uh, is more known for writing I Am Legend mm-hmm. and that story. Um, so this is a constrained story. It 
looks like a, a large scale adaptation of a Twilight Zone episode. And someone needs to constrain Richard Kelly's neck. Well, I'm just saying it looks interesting, and I'm interested in seeing it. That's all I can say. Okay. I like his visual style. I mean, he just went batshit crazy with Southland Tales. You know, nobody, I mean, he, like you said, he was on way too many drugs. Nobody came along and told him no. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And he didn't know how to deal with actors. Okay. Because everybody overacted. So hopefully that's not the case. But yeah, you enjoy that one. Let me know how it is. Yeah. So I can not see it. Call me crying from the theater. Hey, how many times have I seen Southland Tales? More than you. More than you need to. <laughs> Next. Next on the fall movie preview, classics, extravaganza, um, The Men Who Stare at Goats. This one kind of snuck up on us. I yeah. Think. Scare goats. The Men Who Stare at Goats. Is that clear? That is. I just want to say scare Good goats. Good cast. Thank you. What? Oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> like, like I was doing good at casting. Bum, bum, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got Ewan McGregor, you got Clooney, you got Spacey. Yeah. That's it, an amazing I'm, cast. I'm ready for that. It looks, uh, who directed, or is directing, or has directed? <sighs> guy named Grant the... Heslov, who has done basically nothing that's Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong film. movie. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's a decent director. He's mostly an actor. I, I've only seen, okay. like, uh, um, I saw his short, actually, um, at a film festival a long, a long time ago. Had I believe it had George Clooney in it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So is this like his first directorial? It might be. He apparently made film. some movie called Tony. Well, it was also a short. So mm-hmm. yeah, apparently his man's made a couple shorts, and that's about it. Okay, well, they just threw some money and some actors at him. Sometimes that can work. Oh, he, he must have something going for him if he got a cast like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he made What's a movie that? called Par Six that was looked like it was a full movie. So we're yeah. looking. Uh, but yeah, that one. That one. I, I am interested in seeing that one. I've seen some. Uh, some TV commercial trailers for it. And it looks like it's actually pretty interesting, kind of in the vein of, um, I don't know. It caught my attention like, uh, that Nazi movie, <laughs> inglorious <laughs> bastards. God, I have oh, a terrible one. memory. Um, it caught my attention the way that did mm-hmm. just with the kind of the, the visual style and the fact that it, uh, it has mustaches in it. Um, <laughs> but it, just caught my eye. I was like, "What? Why haven't I heard of this this fucking movie?" This yeah, I, I don't know. I just and then George I got kind of stares at a goat and it falls over. And that yeah, I got kind of like, like sold somewhat of a vague Coen Brothers feel off of yeah. it a little bit, and just I don't know. It just looks like it could be fun. It also looks like it could be a complete disaster, right? But, you I, know, I, I'm I, still willing to go to the theater to see it and find out. I guess it's supposed to kind of be comedy e comedic. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Sure. yeah, and I like comedy. Sure about that. I, I love anything that on Indaba the genre is comedy slash war, because well, hey, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong, really. No. Can you? Got to mix the two. Like Saving Private Ryan, great uh, comedy yeah. war movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. I like Clooney when he gets into comedy. Sure. Yep. Okay. What do we got after uh, the men who stare at goats? My favorite director of all time. Yes. <clears throat> 2012. Roland Emmerich's ah. 2012. I seriously can't wait for this movie. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you want to you're probably going to like try to pay my way into you know, the movie so you can make me watch it. The whole preview that they had on TV or whatever, the 5-minute clips unsold me on that completely. 
so for I'm so <laughs> looking forward to this movie. I can't. Are you looking I don't forward know. to it, it from a, a BMF cast standpoint? I'm looking forward a... to it as like the whole fucking world's going to explode, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah. The effects look like they're pretty friggin' awesome. Um, they look like they were too much, man. Of course, just it's the fucking world destroying. Who are God? Look at who's directing this movie, and I look know. at the subject matter. I know it's gonna be like Armageddon times. The day the world's or, uh, the day after tomorrow times Independence Day. Independence yeah. Day plus three. It just to me it looked like all the worst parts of all the films he's done in the past. Mm. So, and Cusack, Cusack, I hope he gets a big ass boat out of this because <laughs> he hasn't he been in anything in good for a long time. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of ruining his rep with a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah, when you sign up for something like this, I'm just getting shades of Matthew Broderick in. Uh, Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Also by Roland Emmerich? Yes, of course. Mm. That's why I'm getting shades of that. Mm. I don't know. So we're going to go with the new on this one. Uh, I, I am. I mean, Harlow's in 100%. Hell so. yeah. I, in, I know you and I are just like... <laughs> I'm in negative 100%. Yeah. I will go if you pay for... I'm looking at you, Harlow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go if you pay for my movie, my popcorn, drink, and a gallon of eye bleach. It's got a... <laughs> So it's Where basically it's basically eyes, date night for you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just gonna. I mean, I oh, know so how we're much going. He's... So it's gonna be Friday, is what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> Thursday. Hey, oh, oh. I know how much he <laughs> no loves one that I. That <laughs> I love how much, or I know how much he loves how much I hate Roland Emmerich. So I, it's kind of a challenge mm-hmm. to see if it's worth it for for him to experience my misery. <laughs> Uh, apparently, I can put a price on that. So, every man has his price, and I have a list mm-hmm. of my prices. Your demands. All right. Well, that is right. what it is. That that was the movie I was referring to that we've seen a fuck ton of previews for. So, yeah. And it is what we already kind of know what it is. It's, right. Yeah. So, moving on. Moving on. The Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is the animated <sighs> Wes Anderson tour de force. I don't know anything about it, but just right off the bat, I didn't know this existed, and I'm a little disappointed that it is because. That's, I mean, if you're an animator, be an animator. It's it's just like Robert Zemeckis, like, make a real movie. You're, you're, you've got a visual style. I don't need your Wes Anderson style to try to put to animate it or anything. I don't know. No interest initially. I'll yeah, I don't it. need a vaguely funny, awkward acting yeah. animated film. That's, well, how, that's how I look at it. It could, it could work. I'm probably not going to see it in the theater, um, but I do like, you know, I do like Wes Anderson yeah, stuff. So I'll, it's, I'll go on record as saying is I I love Wes Anderson stuff. It's worth a Netflix, I'm sure, I, when it's I don't know. This is Netflixable. This is disappointing to me to, that he's to, making. To you, it feels like a wrong step. Huh? Yeah, I just I, I'll watch a trailer or something, but it just doesn't feel right. It's so we're all dumb. cautiously pessimistic. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, maybe once again, have fun, guys. Yeah. Um, I, that doesn't that sound like a theater thing unless for yeah. some reason it comes right. out. It's like ninety five percent tomato meter or something. Right. Holy crap! It's amazing. Um, next on the list is a uh, bag of douches too. Electric Doucheloo. Um <laughs> which was just on the list. Electric yeah. Moon Douche because it exists. Yeah. yeah. So you guys yeah. probably, if you've listened to the podcast before, you probably know which movie we're talking about, and we're not even going to name it by name because mm-hmm. we want it to eat a bag of dicks and drown mm-hmm. in. You know what I think? Uh, it might get six bags, actually. <laughs> yeah, it might be our, be our, six our first six bagger breaking. I'm just going to stare at complete and total darkness for two hours and pretend I watched that, based on what it's called. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, good call. There yeah. you go. 
yeah. new with an umlaut. Which apparently, right. by the way, I, I got to point this out. It's apparently it's about the werewolves, right? Yes. That's the exact opposite time that werewolves happen. Oh, uh, I'm just yeah. saying. Werewolves anyway, anyway, douchebag. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is The Road. Yes. Uh, starring Wesley Snipes and... <laughs> Now, uh, you want to talk about something... <laughs> Jillian Barbary. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about something that I should have little to no interest in, considering how I really didn't enjoy No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's weird to say, but I, I, it was extremely disappointing to me. It was oversold, yeah. it was overhyped, and it was the fucking Coen brothers, and I was just like, yeah... It was completely a country that for was, old men. They're the only ones that made it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah see, I... Javier Bardem. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was good. Right. But that's... See, I love that movie. Uh, you know, wh- I was seeing it again, it made me enjoy it more okay. because I could see the ending coming, kind of. It wasn't like it wasn't a theater where suddenly the credits showed up and everyone said, what the fuck? I need to see and it And then again, we all kind of stormed out of the theater going, no, no. Why did it end? No. But I, I when need, I saw it again, I realized that it actually does work. In, see, if you have to see it again to realize it works, yeah, I know. then it doesn't work. That's not always true. I mean, movies get better, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I will tell you, I will give you an example. I don't think we ever talked about this, but a movie we might have, or I may have, um, a movie that I absolutely hated in the theater was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hated it. Like came out of the movies like what the fuck? Oh, is this? Oh, I hated that on DVD. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is? This? And then I like, and then like some years later, I started actually going back and watching every single of the the Dracula and vampire movies that that was based on, and I was like, okay, it's an homage. It contains a little bit of everything. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's got Keanu in it, but I I really really you just like, like it because Oldman's in it. Well, I mean it's that, but I mean I yeah. just think I think it's a fine adaptation of the of the Dracula stories. I don't. I can't think of a yeah. better one that's what ever was existed. The, what was the time difference or the time spread? Probably about five years because I, I mean yeah. it was like one of those I don't. Well, wanna, see, that's something where I don't like, want to touch this movie ever again. Your, kind of thing. your tastes have changed yeah. and can have changed, but like if you see No Country for Old Men in the theater, when it comes out on DVD, if it if you go, oh yeah, well now I you know well expectations play a part in that. Then, yeah, expectations. You're kind of expecting this big showdown or something. You know, you're expecting some big release at the end. And then you realize that the release was kind of in the middle and it happened off camera. <laughs> yeah. I, but, you know, so there, there's a lot of that. I mean, there's still so much stuff I love in the first half of that movie. Yeah. But anyway, The Road is apparently it's, it's a much, Cormac, a much well, different well, story. We'll explain why we're talking about this. Why author. we started talking about No Country is it's written by Cormac yeah. McCarthy, who wrote uh, No Country. Um, I just finished recently finished listening to the uh, audiobook version of this, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it has a little bit of an ambiguous ending, kind of like No Country. Uh-oh. Not not to the extent. I mean, it it just it's one of those like Lord of the Ringsy kind of things where it 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 has an ending that has another ending and the, and the other ending is a little no country. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it's I, I so really, kind of an epilogue that doesn't feel attached to the rest of it. Little sort of bit, thing. yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to because I mean I think uh, I think Viggo Morrison I, I've seen him do this kind of thing and I think he's going to knock it out of the park. Yeah. I mean I think what really has just me just based on the uh, the character from the book. Knowing the potential of him as an actor, I'm calling early best actor possibly probably win if he plays it right, which I think yeah. he will. I think he's going to win it for this. Bold yeah. call, sir. Not only Bold for him, call. but I'm looking forward to Guy Pierce being in something good again. <laughs> well, because Guy Pierce, I'm going to tell man, you right now that um, there's two people in this movie. Everyone else is going to be in it for about three minutes. Really? Yes. 
there's there's uh, Viggo Mortensen and the kid who I believe is like you know no no name kid, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Well, from what I heard, they beefed up Charlize Theron's role and that's backstory for the movie. Probably that makes sense. But yeah, it's going to be him and the kid running around mm-hmm. most of the movie. It's only a little bit of Guy Pearce, huh? Um, if it, if, it, if, it, if it, besides maybe Charlize Theron, you're going to get a little bit more Robert Duvall than. I mean, they can then they can change the story. I mean, I, yeah. I could be lying. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you know, maybe it's not as as uh, as strict an adaptation as No Country was because apparently No Country yeah. was one of those that they tried too hard to keep it with the book as opposed to changing stuff so it works better for a yeah. film. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a bleak movie. <laughs> it's going to oh, yeah. be bleak, bleak, bleak. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I, I still I'm, I'm ready to see it. Okay. <laughs> so that's enough. We we Vigo Mortensen's about to learn. I'm just I'm, like I said, if he plays this, like I think he he w- will play it. This is going to be like a shoe and Oscar kind of thing. The nice. feel good at least movie at least a nomination. I, I would call win unless something else amazing comes along. Yeah. Because it has that potential. Well, you nice. know, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Um, it hasn't even come out. yet. Would that something that comes along be Ninja, Ninja Assassin? Assassin? It might be. Assassin. Is that next on the list? Yes. Ninja. Um. Yeah. That. That trailer is just pure sex. That's all there is to it about it. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I needed some towels after that trailer. So yeah, that's... And interesting. It's the uh, it's the V for Vendetta guy directing it. I I would not have expected that. No, but yeah, that trailer. I, that's all I have to be said. If you haven't seen the Ninja Assassin trailer, go watch it. Yeah, I bring, guess I gotta bring go a towel. check that out. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you like is anything, gonna... if you li- if you like anything that we've talked about, you know, dumbass action on on the Bamcast, then that's that's it. <laughs> Can right. we throw a, a real quick interjection? Uh, we talked about it, I think, a couple weeks ago. The uh, the black exploitation movie that's coming out. Yeah, uh, um, I can't remember. It, the black out, Dynamite. It's out. Black in Dynamite. Cooler yeah. cities than ours. Um, yeah. Apparently, um, I don't know if it'll ever come here. I'll, I'll look. <laughs> okay, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's out there. I mean, I, it would be on the list, but it's kind of like Boondock Saints too. It's already out there in some yeah. places. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get to see it before it hits DVD. So, what else we get? It's a long list. Uh, up in the air. Did you remind me? Oh, that's the, is that the Jason Reitman movie. Yes, that's the Jason okay. Reitman movie. Um, yes. With Clooney, with uh, Danny McBride. Pretty much count me in. Sold. Yeah. That's probably that's probably the one I'm looking forward to more than any of them this fall. Really? Okay. Yes. Isn't there the there's a movie uh, of, of this year? Isn't there a Coen Brothers movie coming out or not? Maybe next year. Uh, Simple Man. Yeah. Isn't it not Simple Man or? I don't know. I think I'm it is. It, I think it's game. already out most places. Oh, that's why. Wonderful. But not here. All right. So yeah, but uh, up in the air. Yeah, it's got Clooney. It's got uh, Danny McBride, and it's got Vera Farminga. So we'll see. Or Farmiga. <laughs> yeah, the, the chick who was in The Departed. Oh, okay. And Orphan. And Orphan. It sounds like a uh, <laughs> venereal disease. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Thank You for Smoking is a great movie. Juno is a movie I liked the first time I saw it and liked it even more when I saw it again. Hmm. You know, so hopefully... I wouldn't peg Juno for a movie you'd like, but... Yeah. Well, you know, the only thing I don't like about it is all the characters have the same voice. You know, it seems like any one character could spout the same line of dialogue that any of the others do, and that's kind of... But that's more a product of the writing and not necessarily Jason Reitman's direction, so... I find it weird that you like Juno and his style and you don't care much about Wes Anderson because that just felt so much like I want to be Wes yeah. Anderson. I know, it's weird. <laughs> All right. It's the music that does it. It's Okay. <laughs> it's the music that makes you think that. Quirkier and more 
uh, it's it's hard to explain. It's it's like Apparently. quirkier and more funny, more generally funny than the Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, Wes Anderson's definitely got more subtlety than yeah. than anything in Juno had. It, yeah, Juno kind of hits you on the head with a brick, you know, a brick quirk. A baby. Sure. Baby. <laughs> yeah, I like it even though it's got Sarah in it, so. Sa- Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah. Michael, you know, Sarah, he's kind of yeah. in the movie. And... Anyway. Oh, God. Yeah, moving Next. on. Next. Moving on. But yeah, Speaking I definitely. Of actors who need to die. I'm all about up in the air. Okay. Um, next on the list is The Lovely Bones. Yes. I yes. yes. Peter Jackson. Sold. Yeah. Done. Or how, her, long, how long is it? Is <laughs> I don't care. Is, like is it like three PJ? and a half, I four and a half care. hours? I don't care. Okay. I, I will, I Watch will bring a Watch it be like bucket. 83 minutes or something. Yeah. I will bring a bucket. It's going to be a short. That trailer, oh, awesome. I still haven't seen the trailer, so wow. I'm not quite on board like you are, but... but it just, Peter Jackson. See, I, I mean, I, I love me some Lord of the Rings. Don't get me wrong, but I like Heavenly Creatures. God, that movie is amazing, and this like looks like that. Yeah, know? this definitely looked like it had more of that vibe mm-hmm. than any of the other stuff that he's done since. Yep. Speaking of Heavenly Creatures, uh, uh, next on the list is Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's the best seg I could come up with. All right. Yeah. The. I don't again, know. I that trailer still it. unsold me somewhat. I'm, yeah. Again, I'm just. It's I'm, Cameron, so yeah, it's I'm like going you're, in, you're really hoping that he's going to pull it all together and it's yeah. going to work. But I have very big reservations about I'm it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be a shit pile. Okay. I, it, I think it's going to be a shit pile. Okay. I think I'm yeah. going to think it's a shit pile. That's it just it looks like it. It looks, looks like, like Fern Gully 2. Fern Gully 2, and yeah. it's way too, way too ambitious, and it's going to be one of those. That's fine. Oh, just bad. Yeah, I just, I, mean, I didn't, I really didn't like the look of the creatures in the preview. Yeah, they, like, it was, it was a bit too cartoonish. And yeah, yeah, and there was just, you know, and when the things are chasing them through the bamboo, I was getting a real two thousand or what is it, ten thousand BC vibe yeah. out of some of that. I James Cameron has lost his shit. I will still see it in the theater because you know that Cameron's going to give you some scenes that are going to blow your mind. But on the whole, yeah, Actually, I'm a. I'm not as pessimistic as you about it, but I'm I'm definitely in the cautiously pessimistic camp. I, I hope one. it's good, but I I'm. You really don't think it will? be? I don't think it will be. Yeah. Well, no. he's from he's the, like from Spielberg. He's he's earned a free pass. I mean, as in that, I will go see it all. Fair know. enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm probably going to see it because you guys are going to go. Hey, we're going to go see Avatar, and I'm going to be like, all right, guys. Yeah. I so. like movies. I guess. And plus, I mean, you know, we're talking. It's been 12 years since we've seen a proper James Cameron movie, so yeah. it's high time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think what kind of what kind of turned me off is I know I know how adept it it at using fresh, new, beautiful technology Cameron is, and this just did not look. It, the previews made it look like in just everybody else's CG creatures running through the forest movie well yeah i think we've seen so much since his last movie which was titanic i mean we've had all the lord of the rings films you've had a mm-hmm. lot of the harry potter stuff i mean you just had some really amazing looking films that have shown some amazing scenics yeah you know so the stuff that's in there you know with the floating planets and all that you know yeah. that it's like it's kind of like okay we've seen that already yeah. you know well, it's it's you get that vibe from it that it's almost like the world kind of moved on pretty quickly since his last movie yeah, was made. Yeah, and 
if you're looking at integrating, you know, integrating creatures, um, District Nine, just looking at the way, the way it's, the way that's done, and, and oh, granted, yeah. it's kind of a different feel for uh, for this movie for Avatar, but you see where they can do that, you know, where they can really oh, yeah. pull that that look off. They can and make this, you buy it completely, right? Whereas everything we saw, I saw in the preview, yeah, it's like, oh, it. here's a. a Freaking cartoon creature stamped on top of mm-hmm. some film. Yeah, that's kind of the way it felt for me. But yeah. well, hopefully not. But yeah, I, we've talked about this before. Like I said, it's I I can't call it, but I'm going to go see it. Yeah, so. <laughs> Harlow and I are. We'll see it. We'll we'll yeah. give you a report. I, I'll like I said, I'll probably see it with you guys because you know I, I don't have anything else better to do. Um, <laughs> nice. I'm calling this like two months in advance. Well, it's also it's 3D, so, you know, that's only, it it's only experienceable 3D in the IMAX. Yeah, it's only in the theater experienceable. I mean, we've we've proven this again and again. It's yeah. not reproducible at home in the same quality. So. Right. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Nine. Was that yeah. on our list? What is yes. that? We nine wrote that is down the new nine, the one that's uh, yeah. the Daniel Day-Lewis adaptation oh, right. of again, Eight and this, a Half, a musical a adaptation yeah. of a Fellini film. This is Rob Marshall, the guy who made Chicago looks a lot like Chicago. Moving on, <laughs> that's pretty much it. We, yeah, we you're were, in. It I, does I, have I didn't Daniel say Day I, Lewis. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I didn't say I'm in. in Day but Lewis. I, I'm in, and I, I like Chicago. I, you know, it was fun. And I love stuff. Eight and a Half, but I don't think I needed <laughs> I, a musical adaptation of Eight and a Half. That's. I can only assume that this is some sort of weird, like, comedy joke. Like, I, it really can't be. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> well, know. Isn't the source material kind of comedic? Yeah, yeah, but it's in a weird. <laughs> it's in a really weird, weird way. way. Yeah. It's it's hard to explain. Is it comedic? Like Chicago is comedic? No, it's kind or... of like nonsensical comedic. Yeah, almost. Okay, it's... it's like things in that movie are designed not to make sense. I don't know. It's it's a very bizarre movie. Yeah. You would, I would put money. You would hate it. Okay, I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna put that out there now. You would so, probably hate eight. And that, a half. That's the one about uh, like a film. It's like a inside filmmaker security yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, I've seen so a lot of Fellini and sometimes it runs mm-hmm. check mark question mark or X. You know, it's question mark. Given the time period that's coming out, it's like a maybe kind of yeah. go see it thing. But I, you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. At this point, I'm just saying let's move on. Just yeah. Frankly, my dear Watson, I don't give a damn. Yep. Um, and speaking of Watson, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just you're just trying to make your own segues. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care. Um, Guy um, Ritchie's Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Now this is. As you just said, as the trailer unselling you, if you told me the cast and you told me that Guy Ritchie, who's apparently back since he dumped Madonna, is, <laughs> is was making a Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law, I'd be like, fuck yes. And that's what my initial reaction was. That trailer, wow. Yeah. I got to forget that, that trailer. That movie looks like crap. See, I just got to forget that trailer existed and go see this movie because I, I, I want to see it. Because it, now it's a, actually like in a, in a morbid curiosity stance, but beyond pessimistically looking yeah, forward I, to it, like I hold no hopes of that being good. Okay, so that's an X. All right, yeah, man. I'm sorry, but no, that. I mean, people forget. You know, people are like, oh, Guy Ritchie, Lockstock, Swimming Barrel, Snatch, and then they forget that he's the guy who made like uh, Swept Away. Swept Away. Yeah. I know, but like I said, that you know, Madonna was his kryptonite. So yeah. I haven't seen Rock and Roll yet, but apparently it's. Back to his form. Surprise movie of the year, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Are you calling that or something? Yes. Okay. So wait, so you think it's going to be awesome? Have you no. seen the trailer? No. No. I, I, in my logical mind, no. But I think it's going to make a lot of money, but it's going to suck. That's that's my prediction. I don't. But yeah, I again, it's like 
I'm going to go and give them a free pass because because of my initial excitement in that pairing or that group of people yeah. making it. It looks out. like I mean, it looks like it can be a winner. It, it, it's, it's like a good recipe on paper. And yeah. Let's see what it happens. It could turn when out to be a it. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which there's a side of me that likes mm, it and the side of me that's a like huge pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm. I'm sorry to bring that up. All right. I'm tired of seeing the making of on FX. <laughs> I know it was a model car. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Connery does not like FX at all. FX has the shitty movies. Hey, they showed snakes on a plane, so shut up. Yeah. Monkey fighting snakes. Yeah. (laughs) Monkey fight snakes on um, some Monday to Friday plane. (laughs) That's fucking retarded. I hate you, FX. Um, Finally. uh, Almost finally. Mostly finally. finally, The Imaginarium of Dr. Is it Parnassus? Or I think it's Parnassus. Parnassus. I think it, there's a, he says an extra vowel in there, like Parnassus, but it it yes. looks like Parnassus. The of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger's final film. Barely, yeah. Apparently, like, he's Is one of, one like, where he six starts? people. Yeah, like, yeah. apparently. Yeah. He's, he's basically, I guess, the character in the reality section of the film, and then when he goes into different dreams, that's when it's suddenly Johnny Depp or... Right. Who are the other okay, ones? Now there? I remember this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember offhand, but I know Johnny Depp was one of them. But you know, he becomes different actors when he's in this dream sequence or whatever. Yeah, and which they have a pretty, bunch of different ones. Which is like a pretty, pretty cool, cool way to to cope with the death of your star. Yeah. Were they planning on doing that before the before he died from? I don't know. Died? No, I don't think so. I think this was purely a let's finish the movie in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's only three. It's Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I just, it's Terry Gilliam, so. Exactly, free yeah. pass. I, yeah, so <laughs> that's all there we is will to see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he did make what was the last one, Brothers Grimm mm. or whatever. That's yeah. not his last one, but, yeah. yeah. It's uh, It's got the potential to be, to, to be good, I think, because it's, and I want to see it because of the, because of the concept mm-hmm. of, it, I guess, kind of morbid curiosity's sake, how do they deal with turning a movie Turning a movie around after the death of your yeah. death of your star, so yeah. you know, it's not like Batman; it was already in the can. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. See, my problem with Brothers Grimm is he had nothing to do with the writing of it, and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it was written by uh, some guy who probably shouldn't write movies ever again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy who wrote Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. So there you go. <laughs> Uh-oh. Rock. Yeah. yeah. I just did that. All right. So that was. Uh... Oh, we had one more movie, didn't we? There was one more movie that our our illustrious <laughs> co-conspirator Mackie wanted to touch on real quick. And I'll... what movie might that be? That was um, the Squeakwool. Yeah, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakwool. Whoever wrote that title, fuck you. That's all. All right. So tell them how they can find us, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> they can find us uh, to <laughs> to respond to all fuck yous. You can send an email to uh, now, uh, but uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up. That's our fall movie preview. Um, yeah, hopefully we've given you a, a good taste of what's to come because we like to do that. We like to leave tastes in your mouth when we come. When we come, um, <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Yes, I like that. I don't say anything for a couple minutes and come. Right. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you did or didn't, please, uh, let us know. And one of the many ways you can let us know is at our website, uh, bmfcast.com. You can check us out on the Twitter at bmfcast. 
Yes, BMF cast. Yeah, I used to be a professional at this. Now I suck. But uh, <laughs> it's what happens. We when are on the Facebook. The yeah, the Twitter's, so the Facebooks, can... all of the pages. So you can check us out on Twitter at BMF Cast. You can catch us at uh, Facebook. You can be a fan of the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. Either mm-hmm. way, you want to find it, BMF Bad Movie Fiends. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes, where you can download us and rate us, please. Rate us hard. Rate us long. Rate, rate us, us five good. stars. Rate us five stars. Five stars. We uh, love a review you long even. time. Right. You can either, yeah, please write us a review, because uh, most of our fans seem to be marginally literate, and uh, we like that. Which we don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know how that happened. Who'd have thunk it? Readings for fags. We'll um, take it. <laughs> So, uh, also, if you have any, any topic suggestions or questions or movie suggestions, please send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com. So you can also check us out on a, a new feature that we've got. It's the BAMFCAST hotline. If you would like to send us some movie suggestions or topics or anything else, you can use your telephone to ring us up at the jolly good number 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. That's 910 556 Nine two six three, and you may be featured live on a podcast. Yeah. If you're a fan of on speaking the on the internet, if you're a fan of speaking over writing, right? Which we're fans of, since we never write anything, we just talk Cast for a couple hours pod. every friggin' week. So that's all the ways to contact us. Please do. We might even respond. Um, by Maybe. talking back to you yes. on the podcast. We'll respond in voice. We will name drop you at some point on right. the podcast. Your I, name I, shall be dropped. Oh, and we got comments on the website, too, so you can comment on us. You know, Unless you're from Russia and you're a spammer. Right. Then you can go in which we case, In case in we which say, case we say, fuck you! Suka, suka! Yeah. Yeah. Nobody uses angelfire.com anymore, guys. Nope, so you stop. bunch of dicks. Yeah. So, But if you're, you know, if you'd really like to... Geocities. If you're a real person and you'd like to comment, then... Uh, go ahead and make a comment. We've got it set to uh, to moderate, but once you comment, yeah, we'll prove um, you comment forever. Yeah, you can forever, comment forever ever. as long as you're not a spammer, dick face, cockknocker, um, and we'll even respond mm-hmm. to that because we love you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about gonna wrap it up for this week's Bamcast. All right, all right, fair enough. So signing off. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie, and I'm the Beach. That's Bamcast out. Later, Bamcast.